Hey, it's Delvin. You might know me as the Dark Web from the Longbox Crusade. Yeah, let me tell you a little bit about what you're going to be listening to. This has come out to play. It's a New Warriors podcast based on the 1990s series, The New Warriors. The New Warriors ran 75 issues. And Jared, you might know him as Death Probe, possibly the yard sale artist. Jared and I are covering all 75 of these issues and we're doing it on YouTube channel. Since we have an awesome DJ and Pat Sampson, AKA DJ Cristados, he's gonna take these and he's gonna strip the audio from the YouTube recordings that we do every second Tuesday of the month, by the way, if you wanna listen there. He's gonna take those recordings and he's gonna just give you the audio recording. So if you're a little bit busy, like most people are from time to time, you have an extra opportunity to be able to just listen to the audio. So a little bit of a warning. It's going to be a little bit rough as, you know, some of the things are going to be comments and stuff that happen right in that moment. But you still get to listen to some New Warriors goodness. Have fun. And remember, New Warriors come out to play. Play, a New Warriors podcast, is streamed live in front of an internet audience. You can join in on the live stream and chat every second Tuesday of the month on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search for and follow Longbox Crusade. today and my massage therapist uh Cicely she was like I was like yeah I had a tournament this weekend she was like did you how'd you do it did you win I was like no I lost both of my matches and she was like oh <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not sure uh, if I want to perform a massage on the massage a is over I think we're live <laughs> <laughs> we are <laughs> everyone else can hear about how much of a loser I am too I don't care that's a, that's the start of my villain origin story <laughs> I can't win at jujitsu. I'm killing everybody. <sighs> uh, the kids, man, they called you Mr. Glass. That's right. That's right. All right. I, I, I guess we should get started. Find, find, find something to clean together. That works. Not bad. <laughs> New Warriors come out to play. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. Hello. 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 Hi. You too. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hey, hi, hey there. Welcome to Come Out to Play, a New Warriors podcast. I am Delvin, a.k.a. the Dark Web. And in case you're new to the show, welcome. And as we've already said, hello. And let me introduce to you my compadre, my warrior at arms, the Nova to my night thrasher. His name is Jared Albrecht. He is the yard sale artist. Hello, Hello, everyone. I'm happy to be back for my 15th. Actually, it's my 14th. 13 Jason Phil yeah. for yeah, my 10th episode <laughs> of uh, come out to play. We're going to do some new warriors talk. Uh, Delvin had his, his, uh, his mega man, new warriors mashup shirt. Last episode, I ordered the mortal Kombat mega man mashup shirt. So y'all could see that. And uh, that's, that's all the updates I have. <laughs> Hold on. You know, you know what I was thinking? 
Mm-hmm. Like, if I was thinking, what would, like, I mean, since that's a mashup t-shirt, what would, like, Mortal Kombat music sound like in 8-bit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like, that, that, that sound, sounds pretty cool. What, was the original Mortal Kombat on? No, the original no, Mortal it came Kombat was on 16, Super Nintendo. 16-bit, although they did release a version on the Game Boy, which Ooh. was weird. Yeah, and I had yeah. it, and man, it was clunky, and... Welcome to Mortal Kombat Podcast, Episode 1, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Hi, hello. <laughs> Get over here! <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I love I love Mortal Kombat, and uh, Delvin loves the New Warriors, and somehow we're going to make that work. Yeah, that's true. Do you have any questions for me and stuff like that? That's what the script says. The oh, script is it question time question. already? Okay, I do. Yeah. I, do have, I just pulled the script up. <laughs> Forgive me. Um, all right, so I do have a question. Uh, my question for the week is, since... We're going to be featuring Psionics back in this issue again. I want to know who your favorite member of Psionics is. And then follow-up question, if one of them was to turn good and join the New Warriors, who would it be? Maybe it's the same person. Um, so what do you Ooh. think? Oh, I think, first of all, that I left my comic book on the couch, and that's not serving me any good right now, right now, at all. Yeah, <laughs> your choice. They're not all on the cover, but most of them. <sighs> I... I think Asylum is the coolest look. I think she's the coolest uh, as in the dark force powers. And that kind of blends in with Silhouette's powers as well. So mm-hmm. it can kind of be like a cool cloak and dagger effect. So I think um, Asylum is the best. And I think that if she did go good, that she could be a force for good, especially combining her powers with Silhouette's and being it. like a it. cool dark force tandem. You want you want to answer that? What do you think? Oh god, I, mean, I didn't think that, about what my, I, I didn't think I know, but that gives me an opportunity to run to the couch and get my new warriors comic. So go All for right. it. Um Delvin won't know the answer to this, but uh I, you know what? Probably the same actually. That's that's unoriginal. But while Delvin's off the couch, yeah, I I think I think I agree with him. It's a cool look. Uh, well, while I'm uh, got the mic to myself, let me check in with our friends in the comments in the chat. Uh, what up to Kathy Linkovich, Jason, Auburn Elvis, Comic Foil? Good to see all you guys. We got people, dude, know, who right? come and and listen to us talk about New Warriors. That's pretty now cool. I'm, I'm looking at Pretty Persuasion in the centerfold. Get it? That's like an old school bit for those of you who remember, you know, getting your pornography on paper. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I only read New Warriors for the articles. Thank you very much. And I, I saw Jason Lady came with the comment of that's how Cyanex is pronounced. I say Cyanex. You said Cyonics. I don't oh. know. I have no oh. idea. Oh, yeah. Well, earlier, uh, when you uh did you tweet about it i think you did and uh i misread it as phoenix and i was like phoenix she wasn't in this issue and i was like did i read the wrong issue and then i realized i was a moron it's 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 okay you're you're a moron i'm a loser we we, we make quite a pair (laughs) pair tonight so yeah i i don't don't know if you heard me but i I picked the same character what's the character's name again the one's all shrouty asylum Asylum, yeah, I think Asylum's pretty cool. I like the one that's kind of Wolverine-ish as well. Impulse. Yes, but uh, I think, yeah, I think overall, I think I'd go with hmm. Nice. Well, I'm glad that we are our agreement, and I did hear you, you know, thanks to my headphones that are 80% powered. 
<laughs> not 100% power, but it will make it through the podcast. I guarantee you. Uh, all right. I will move forward with the script. Uh, it's good to see everyone on the chat, by the way. Thank you so much for coming in. Come Out to Play is a chronicling of the 1990s series, The New Warriors. The first volume of New Warriors ran 75 issues. We're a fifth of the way through, Jared. One, two, three, four. Uh, Jared and I will cover all of this first volume as I rediscover my love for the series, help Jared find his, and share our love and joy with the listening audience. So grab your skateboards and bucket helmets. It is time to play. The issue we will be covering today is New Warriors issue 15. Cover credits go to Mark Bagley and Larry Malstead. And there is the cover, and Jarrett will talk about it. All right, your New Warriors cover has a plain red background, and the New Warriors logo is 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 black lettering, but it's all one solid color, kind of um, a really light blue borderline gray. Your corner box has the floating heads of Firestar, Speedball, Namorita, Marvel Boy. Marvel Boy. <laughs> I was looking, I was like, who, who is this? Is it Cy- Cyclops? What? No. <laughs> All right. Marvel Boy, Nova. You'd think by 15 issues, I'd have it down. And Night Thrasher. Your main action basically what the comic is about. They're going back up against Cyanex? Cyonix? <laughs> no, we're, we're, not, we're not sure. Uh, I could go to the New Warriors talk. Uh... <laughs> Facebook page and ask Fabian himself how's it pronounced, but it's better to just kind of guess. It probably cost you two dollars. <laughs> anyway, so you got a big brouhaha. You got Nova fighting Asylum uh, with a little help from Firestar. You've got Impulse. He's in the foreground leaping at Night Thrasher. Meanwhile, you've got Marvel Boy concentrating on things and looking in like they're going to get involved in the background. You've got Math Manic. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, Mathematic and Corollary. Corollary. All right. I'll get them all eventually. But yeah, that's that's your cover. It's real busy. It's real action-oriented. It's real red. Mm. What do you think about it? I mean, I like it. It's truth in advertising. It's uh, exciting. It's got a lot of energy. It it might be a little heavy with characters, but then again, they didn't even use all the characters. There's, there's Speedball's not there. And I think he's the only new warrior not there. Is that right? Namorita. is not there. There you go. There's mm-hmm. two of those missing. And I feel like someone from Cyanex is missing. But I may be wrong. Hold on. One, two, three, oh, Pretty four. Persuasion's missing. Pretty Persuasion's. There you go. Yep. So, yes, I mean, overall, though, it's... I mean, we, we wax the car every episode. Bagley might as well just leave his keys with us. You know, put the second phone <laughs> on now, Mr. Bagley. I mean, it's wonderful Bagley action. It's well inked by Malstead, uh, and it's truth in advertising. So those are my thoughts. Nice. And a few thoughts from the audience before I go to mine. Scott O'Neill says, uh, he says it like I do, Cyanex. It says, uh, Fabian posted some of uh, his notes on a New Warriors chat page a while back. He had intended to add Mathematic to the team post issue 50, but left the book shortly after, and it never happened. We're a little bit away from issue 50, though, Uh but I did have to read it for, I think I did it with Unpacking the Power of the Power podcast. Unpacks don't stop? It, it doesn't. It, it truly so doesn't. So Mathematic ended up just being a remainder then? <laughs> I'll stop uh, if you stop, but if you keep going, then I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> So I guess we're going to keep going then. All right. <laughs> so let's see a few more comments. A comic four mentions four on four. No name, a reader, speedball. Dwayne's bias for his fantastic 
four lineup is showing uh, or possibly Marks or possibly Fabians. So uh, interesting. Uh, Auburn Elvis says, I like the squiggly lines and how Asylum is drawn. And I think the cover artist did too. The cover mm-hmm. artist is Mr. Mark Bagley. Artist genius, in my humble opinion, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jason Lady adds, it's the debut of Nova's new old costume of, on a new Warriors cover, which is good. And that's right. actually something that I want to talk about as soon as we open the book, which we will uh, in a short bit. What I think about the cover, at first when I thought about it, I was like, eh, it's kind of a plain cover, like last issue. Mm -hmm. And then the more I look at it, it's like, no. I mean, you can't say that Mark skimped on this, and you can't say Larry skimped on it, because you know how you want that background. Like, I mean, yeah, maybe you could throw some science-y stuff of Gene Tech in the background, but it's a pretty fun cover. I think Impulse versus Night Thrasher is just a good natural mashup. Like, mm-hmm. I think Impulse kind of has superpowers, but he's basically a brawler and wants to be like Wolverine with those, like, you know, jagged spikes, you know, on his gauntlets. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's that. And Asylum's a cool look. Nova's in a cool pose. Night, uh, excuse me, Firestar's in a cool pose. Like, so, I mean, you got some people doing cool stuff. I wish that some of the enemies could have done more, but I don't know what Mathematic could have done. Possibly pull out a slider rule. I'm not sure what he does. Still a mystery to me as well, my friend. Yeah, still a mystery. Arithmetic telepathy. It's like, again, a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right. right. Cover rating. We rate things here on Come Out to Play on a scale of 1 to 10. Uh, Escrima, trunk, trunkions, nightsticks, one of those. One of them. One of them. And uh, yeah, one to 10. I'll go first this time. It's it's a good cover. Like, is it one of Mark, uh, Mark Bagley's best? No. Is it still a dynamic, fun cover? Yes. So I'm going to give it an eight. It's good. What do you think? Yeah, I was I was feeling a seven uh, before you weighed in. Uh, you know, Joe November is he in the chat? If he's in the chat, I might go seven point five. But if he's not, then I, <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll he, he's not. I, I see I see no Joe T, sir. Sorry. All right. Well, then I, I will I'll stick with my seven. But uh, it's it's like a you know Bagley seven is good. <laughs> so yeah. nothing too remarkable, nothing too like memorable. I don't think this is one of the covers I'll think of when I think back on the on the run. But it's still good. So I agree. That's where I'm at. I may have homeward a little bit with the eight. My first thought was a seven, but you know, man, like it's Bagley. A Bagley seven is probably better than some people uh, might ever get to. I, I don't know that Bagley will ever get less than a seven. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, it, he would have to mail it all the way in to get like a six. <laughs> yeah, the the man is yeah. He, he just I don't know. He, he, and I certainly hope this for you. You know where you kind of just get to a point in your artistic creativity where it's just like everything. As soon as you hit the page, you're just like, yeah, that's that's fire. That just. <laughs> I certainly hope I get to that point. Too. Yeah, I mean because like because I think this is where Bagley started finding that stride. Because like some of the covers coming up and the storyline is coming up, I'm super excited for you to read. Like the covers were just like him and Malstead were just 
freaking humming in the color. <laughs> we will get to that. Uh, we got this story to get through. We got a few people talking about the cover still. Uh, Jason, lady adds, uh, I wonder how Impulse avo avoids stabbing himself. Very much like, uh, what's the Iron Fist character with the two blades for hands? Oh, uh, Razor Fist or something like that? Yeah, Razor Claw, Razor Fist, something like that. Yeah, same <laughs> way he does. Very, very carefully. <laughs> um, Auburn Elvis says, we only saw four new Warriors on the cover, so we must have reached a point where they're okay with not reintroducing the team every month. I mm -hmm. totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. uh, a comic foil says, I love the cover with Asylum's liquid smoke effect curling around to frame the fight. Plus, Matt, uh, excuse me, plus Bagley draws that Nova uniform so well mm -hmm. and gave the cover an eight. <clears throat> AU Kathy says 7.5, so her uh, th that absolutely does not count. I didn't read it. You did <laughs> not see that. And uh, Auburn Elvis gave the cover uh, a six. Uh, if it count, unless it counts as Night Crasher getting punched, then it's 10. He's not a big fan of the colors. Um, let's see. Auburn, uh, Kathy agreed by said the red is a bit offensive, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, to, to which I have no um choice but to agree to that. War Eagle, mine's like uh, a little more faded, it's like mine's almost like a, a, a orange, like a burnt mine orange. too, like the way yeah. burnt orange, the way things are supposed to be. <laughs> Not yeah, my, mine too, mine too, actually. I agree, it, <laughs> it is. I don't know whether it's faded over time just a little bit. My mind looks or a little when they bit do them more. when they do them digitally, sometimes they color correct them. So maybe they just tweaked it more red. It's, I would I'm sort of lean that way since you and I both have the oranges. Mm -hmm. Yep, I agree. And with that, mm, I probably need here's to Jared button. with the cover credits for the issue. Right, right. Ah, there it is. Creative team. I got it. Here we go. This is. Hang on. The weather app decided to just lay itself right over my script. So What's the temperature uh, it's, cur in Enterprise it's currently 83 degrees and sunny here in Enterprise. <laughs> Sun's going to be going down soon. All right. Let's try. <laughs> Thanks, computer. All right. Let's try that again. This is New Warriors number 15. It's on sale date was July 23rd, 1991. It's cover date is September 1991. Cover price $1. Story is by Fabian Nicieza. Pencils are Mark Bagley. Inks are Larry Malstead. Colors are Andy Yankus. Letters Joe Rosen. And the editor is Danny Fingeroth. As usual, we want to say thank you to Mike's Amazing World of Comics Online. That's where we get our info. And with that, I will give it to Delvin for the story synopsis. Let's hit it. The title of this book is The Sushi People. You know that phrase, you're so smart, you're dumb? While it wasn't made for Harmon Ferments, and how could it be? He's a fictional character. It may as well could have been. Uh, man's failed at containing Cyanex. They break free. Harmon alerts the new warriors to come in the gene tech to assist, but then gets all down in the mouth that his facility is getting ruined and that he's never accomplished anything in his life and he should have been Captain America. Yes, I remember this loser whining about that like 12 issues ago. Do you hear Isaiah Bradley whining about it? No. And he didn't create I mean, a no. no, he didn't. No, he did not. And he didn't create a supervillain team either. And his grandson Patriot is awesome. And I got off track. My bad. So basically, I know you got more things to read. I got to jump in. So basically, not being Cap doesn't necessarily have to stop you from having a successful life. No, it didn't have to. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll shut up and save it for the review. 
Like, you know how many people aren't cap on this planet? Like, about 7 billion people. <laughs> um, ending the synopsis. Finally, Harmon decides that if he fuses the sentient dirt samples of a galactic herald, Terax, that Harmon could diffuse the warrior Cyanex melee. So, yeah, Terax is back. Thanks for that, Harmon Ferments, you ass. <clears throat> Discussion time. Jared, let's start with some highs and lows. Oh, the first thing I love is I just love the concept of uh, the Isaiah cap because then you can get sneaky Black Ops missions during World War II that we never got. That's a whole other book, isn't it? All right, let's that go. Is, that, that is some untapped. Potential. I know. Well, I remember when Red, White, Black came out, I was like, this is a whole new world. They could tell so many untold behind-the-line secret stories with this. And and still can. Uh, like, I'm available, Marvel. I will write that. Uh, that is, I will, I will write, I've seen a lot of World War II movies, and I wrote um, two comics. So come on, give me a call. <laughs> Our number is scrolling in the bottom of the screen. I will write the crap out of it. <laughs> Let's talk about the book itself. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Highs, lows, bring up screens. What, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Well, I mean, you normally bring up pages of the book and we wind up talking about them. So well, there you unless go. you've changed, that. unless you've Let's, changed. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't change. Let me get rid of the people know we're doing the uh, story review. I'll get rid of that. And there, now we can see the page. Okay, so the whole book starts off with Nova being very happy about his new costume. He got some tech upgrades with his helmet. So I thought that was neat. So that's the very first thing I included on for my first page poll. Was I thought it was, uh, you know, they kind of walked us through some of his new tech for his helmet. And you tell he's he's super enthusiastic about busting up crack houses. <laughs> Look at that smile on his face. And, I, you know, I don't want to put every page in because, there's you know, copyright strikes for that, too. But it's also kind of a cool moment. It does a lot of things. OK, first of all, it reintroduces a new costume. Second of all. Uh, it gives us the look at how his new visor works, which is really cool. You know, everybody likes mm -hmm. a sort of James mm -hmm. Bond tech upgrade. Uh, he's he's enthusiastic to be doing what he's doing again. But then it, it sort of has a thoughtful moment because unfortunately there was like a mom and a kid involved in the crack house. And and so he's but what I liked about it is it showed some maturity for him because his enthusiasm quickly turned into when he went back out of the cops. He was like, hey, there's there's, you know, women and kids involved in there. So, you know, take your time, be careful, all that stuff. And I was like, eh, yeah. you know, it just showed a good maturity progression for him it was a very about three or four page very good nova vignette story that crossed into the new warriors because of course he mentioned thrash giving him a very good replica of the old nova costume which as we found out uh thanks to some very good uh, new warriors um students such as scott o'neill uh that that was a compromise with the fans. The fans wanted to see Nova in the old costume. So Fabian and team gave him what they wanted. And that first page, as soon as, <clears throat> excuse me, as soon as I opened the book and saw that first page, I'm like, oh, oh so that picture of Nova flying, looking all happy and strong in the costume. We're like, oh, it's money. Jared, you're on mute, my friend. My bad. I was just saying, I almost picked that one, but I oh. wanted to pick something more mid-vignette to kind of because mm -hmm. this was this way i it's almost like that bottom panel except bigger and more energetic th that page one so i i'm sorry uh viewers i picked mid vignette to get more information over the big art moment of page one i might have let you oh no it's all good uh a few comments i did not do the star thing but uh 
Auburn Evans was kind of saying, I didn't read the issue closely, so I'm kind of confused about the title of it. Looking back, I do not understand why this book was called <laughs> The Sushi People. I do not know. It, I don't know if that's a mistake. I, I have no idea what the sushi people mean at all in oh, relation to the book. So if somebody wants to give a comment on it, we got people smarter than us uh, in New Warriors lore, by all means, tell us. We'll love to hear it. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else? Uh, no, we're mostly okay here. So uh, I will add Jason Lady's comment. He's just saying, was it really necessary for Nova to leave the house by crashing through the roof? Couldn't he just walk out? It's, it's Nova. It's Nova. Have you ever seen? You know, I, even, I don't even get mad. I don't even get mad at Superman for doing that. I'm like, yeah, you know, he earned it. I mean, like you can call the insurance company. It's like it's it was an act of God. I mean, Superman, close enough. You know, so yeah, right. Anyway, what's next? Jared, you are on mute again. That's what I get for being polite. The reintroduction of psionics is next uh, because after that uh, little vignette with Nova. Although I didn't put in there, one of the significant things that happened there is his parents are very clear that he's Nova again. Mm -hmm. I don't seem too torn up about it, though, so I think we're okay. And then we get the Mr. Ferments. Yes. Discussion. Armin Ferments. He and his his lackey, his co-worker, whatever, they kind of walk around. They talk about stuff. They talk about psionics. And then, oh, guess what? Psionics has kind of busted out and decided to do their own thing. And that's this moment, and uh, so I picked it because, you know, clearly Bagley's having fun with the reintroduction of this team. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, uh, that and, and, an, and an outright, uncalled-for slam on Vanilla Ice. That's the two reasons <laughs> I Paige. Look, yeah, I mean, we can't slam Vanilla Ice too bad. I mean, he is responsible for such hits as Ice Ice Baby. And so, anyway, a comic uh, foil. Turtles rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh ooh, yeah, I, that, that is that is quite the banger. I, I can't, I will not lie about that. Like if somebody played the turtles rap, I, I would dance to it. Uh, a comic foil mentions about the uh, title of the cover. Uh, sushi people refers to Harmon's comment that they cut people up, open them raw on page nine. Two so, thoughts on that. First, that's a good insight. Second, no one likes to show up. <laughs> See, I don't want to challenge a comic fool. It's like, what? You want to come up with a New Warriors podcast? And then like <laughs> two days later, there's a New Warriors podcast that's better than Superior ours. Superior to ours. Yeah. Let's not poke that bear. <laughs> Let's not. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. They, I, I do like the reintroduction of the team. Like they explained that they kind of had, you know, their, uh, plus one, plus twos in their power set, all of them. Mm-hmm. So they've gotten a little bit better uh, as a power set. And in fact, they kind of even explained that like Mathematic clearly has had the ability to escape for some time now since he can alter the trajectory of reality in some extent. So, yep, they made the decision that we are breaking out. And then uh, poor... I'm going to blank on his name. I know it. Rosen. That's it. His name is Rosen. His last name anyway. Yeah, Rosen tried to do the alert and Impulse was not having it. Walter. Walter Rosen. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. And so, yep, absolutely. My my only additional thoughts is it's ironic almost that the guy who's like making the fashion statement against Ice, like he himself is the one that needs the most fashion help. I mean, all those costumes are pretty good, and he's like, 
like the things I find at the Goodwill is like apparently <laughs> his costume is made. I mean, that, that's that's kind of '90s grunge. Yeah, I, I see it, and I feel yeah. the, the the grunge because you know the anti Vanilla Ice thing. Because let's be honest, you know Vanilla Ice kind of came out hot, and then it was like cool to make fun of him. So like like this, and then like he's his popularity just continues to grow as we all have a fondness for nostalgia. We're clearly yeah, I mean, at this, this point, for the people listening and not watching, you can't see my hand, but it's low. We're clearly, <laughs> clearly at this point right now. Anyway, welcome to we, Vanilla Ice Podcast episode four. <laughs> yeah, we, we, have, we have talked more about Vanilla Ice than probably really anyone has in the, the past and, and you know, years. You know, and you know that Bagley probably just did that as a little joke or doji <laughs> or uh you never know it might have been requested by fabian you know mm-hmm. it's a little throwaway joke but here we are 30 years later jokes yep yep i agree i mean and at least you can understand it because you know sometimes we'll come across a amazing spidey reference where he's talking about something he's like what is he talking about and nobody knows like uh, <laughs> he's like know. yeah just like the captain and Tennille song <laughs> and and like I'm the only one that gets it, but I don't even say anything because I don't, <laughs> I'm just like oh, let's I, just, let's go. I know Captain and Tennille did love love will keep us together. Good job, dog. Look, I, there's not a cool like I I don't I would love like seriously. Hey, hey I'm Delvin, but call me the captain. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been called the captain before. It was, it was pretty glorious. I'm not gonna lie. All right, enough of this shenanigans. Let's talk about. <clears throat> All right. All right, the next page I picked was basically the New Warriors is getting together. They've basically just scoped out their new HQ, which is some sort of defunct building that Night Thrasher owns. They get the call to arms, and they show up, and there's some neat, like, quirks. There's some neat team quirks that happen between here, there, and this this page here. One of the things that we see is Marvel Boy is bringing Silhouette and Night Thrasher and using his powers, which is not an ability he had 15 issues ago. He's getting stronger. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a notable thing. Meanwhile, on the same page, um, Speedball is actually the first person there. So he's getting more responsible. So with just one kind of or two pages of information, we get some pretty key character development. I can't say it better myself. The only other thing. I want to emphasize that, yes, Marvel Boy having more control of his powers like that is a very important development in many ways. Mm-hmm. And it was also interesting to see that a Speedball and Speedball's parents are still yak, 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 back, forth, forth, back. And like he tried to kind of concentrate and ignore it, just couldn't. And so he was super happy that he got the freak from cord that said hey we got something going on at gentech in new jersey so yep just a a cool couple of events i really did like that marvel boy bit where um they were talking about flying and uh Dwayne was like we can use a helicopter he's like no don't worry i got you and sill and and they're like you can't do that he's like watch me <laughs> it's like oh okay <laughs> he, he is he is growing as a telekinetic and that's kind of cool to see Indeed, it is. You know what? I didn't. I, I don't. There's a joke on the page. Question mark joke on the page where Nova asks Speedball, "How'd you get here so quickly?" And he's like, "Believe me, you don't want to know." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> like, how weird could it have been?" <laughs> he he probably smacked into something really hard, and it bounced him really far. And <laughs> he went, "All right, yeah. all right." I got yep. nothing on that. All right, Come two more. 
Yep. Well, real quick, a comic foil mentions that East River factory design was fire. So he enjoyed it. And Jason Lady asks, I wonder if the time and the alternate reality boosted Vance's powers. I would say the answer to that question is yes. Absolutely, it did. I did not put those two pieces together. Thought he yes. was getting stronger. Well, he was getting, he is getting stronger, but it looks like for whatever reason, that time, that alternate dimension, the reality kind of shifted a bit that maybe, you know, he grew, started growing from being a Marvel boy to a Marvel man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do later reference. Yes, thank you for laughing at my immaturity. <laughs> Tony Pennington says it was the full cowl. The top was holding Marvel Boy down, as cowls <laughs> are often going to do. And uh, I think that's good for comments. We can keep going. All right. Then I'll bring up my I have two pages left. All right. So, of course, the brouhaha ensues. And there's a lot of pages of brouhaha. And I know I, I, I passed over a page that basically was the... Same as the psionics page I showed you earlier with the new warriors kind of busting in. And I know that. And I apologize to the viewing audience. But I figured if I was going to pick a page that really kind of resonated with me through the brouhaha, it would be this one. Because there's a lot of combat going on, a lot of different things. But I like this one because it, it encapsulates something I've liked all throughout the book. It's this ferments guy. I like villains who aren't necessarily villainous. He, he has a conscience. He feels mm -hmm. bad about what he's done. He was only trying to help. He's he's kind of a lovable loser in this way. And and I always think that makes more for more compelling villains. You know, one of my favorite Batman villains, if not my very favorite, is Man Bat. And, and Man Bat doesn't want to be what he is. You know, it's like Kirk Connors and the Lizard. He doesn't want to be what he is. And I and I, I find those kind of villain villains the most compelling. So that's why I picked this page because we, I mean, we could talk about the battle a lot. But I love mm -hmm. the underlying theme of ferments. It's just like I tried so hard to make the world better and it just didn't. Yeah, for some reason, the Lincoln Park lyric just ran in my head. And no, Kathy, I'm not singing that lyric either. She wanted me to sing the Captain and Tennille love will keep us together. But I I do agree. Maybe I was a little harsh on Harmon. He did, he tried. I mean, he fumbled the ball hard. So, I mean, oh, oh, okay. big, big time. It's like he, he really did try, but he failed at every turn. I didn't read the annual, but they mentioned that a shadow corporation basically coerced them to try and bring back Proteus. You know, Proteus, right? I know Proteus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they tried to get him to like resurrect this insanely powerful mutant and looks like that uh was thwarted by the warriors and this ends up with him almost in desperation trying to incorporate the consciousness or his consciousness onto the you know uh, a galactic being thinking that he could do that and it's like bro that's that wasn't your best idea. I, I do understand what your what the attempt was, but oh man, just it's like you know what he reminds me of. He reminds me of the people that like didn't win American Idol. Like he wanted to be Captain America, but he didn't quite mm -hmm. make it. It's like the mm -hmm. people that didn't quite make American Idol, and then they do their side projects and they try their best, but they you know that's who you are. You know you're you're good. You're good. Infirmance is a good dude. He's a smart guy. He just yeah. got mis got misguided. I'm not saying that uh, American Idol people are misguided. My metaphor fell apart. 
but you know what I'm saying. I do. I, I do. So uh, with, with that, we can give a little rest in peace uh, to Harmon. I want to just talk about a little bit about the battle since we are around that portion of mm-hmm. the book. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that stood out? Like one of the biggest things that stood out to me, and even though we've mentioned it, that it was very impressive that Marvel Boy picked up a piece of heavy machinery and threw it through Asylum to free Firestar. I thought mm-hmm. that was a very, very impressive feat. Uh, another impressive feat was, I, I just thought it was fun to see uh, that both Nova and Speedball were struggling, and Speedball's like, yeah, this is going to hurt, but you know what you got to do, Nova. And Nova <laughs> smacks Speedball, who hits Pretty Persuasions, who hits Mathematic, <laughs> taking out two of the foes. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah, it's definitely their version of the fastball special mm-hmm. I uh, can of see the that. X-Men. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I definitely like that. The other thing that I picked up during the battle is that um, it's on this page, too, that I have up here, is you definitely see the blossoming romance relationship with Firestar. And, you know, while he gets to kind of be heroic and try to help save her, it definitely plants a seed that, you know, that could be exploited later on. So, you know, got to be careful about uh, about those things in combat. He might let his emotions uh, overtake his logic sometime. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Understood. There's some good chat going on. Um, nothing necessarily related to what's going on. So um, so we're good. We can keep going. Okay. And just also want to know, I didn't think we were going to see the Atlantean armor, but name Morita arrived to this battle in it again. Mm-hmm. And so apparently I thought it's going to kind of be just for that story. I didn't realize it was coming back. So I definitely it seemed like a good cover since uh, she, I like that her taking the whooping that she took uh, to see urchin wasn't just a one-off. You get what I'm saying? Where she got her butt mm-hmm. kicked and they didn't mm-hmm. mention again. It's like, no, I'm still recovering from that. He, he, he whooped me pretty good. I do like that. They made an adjustment on that armor. Like she put, she put the armor on, but the spikes were off of it. So that she was just something for her to go into battle and help out her friends. So that's cool. All right, definitely. All Very right. Quickly while you're transitioning, Tony Pennington says, his son Holden says hello. Hello. What up, Holden? Holden. Uh, let's see. Keep going. We're good. All right. I was just going to change the scroller. I like to change the scroller. There we go. All right. <laughs> now, last page is this one. This is actually the penultimate page, but you get a little more information on this one. The last page is just kind of that hero shot or villain shot of the full body return of Terax. Is mm-hmm. name right? Terax. Yeah, that's right. It is. And so this is the p- part where ferments becomes Terax. And I guess you, unless I missed something, I guess you gave me a small, small spoiler. Cause you said RIP for ferments. I didn't realize that this had killed him. I thought like he had basically become Terax. Like, there may be an uh, uh, an option for them to split again at some point, but yeah, I'm, I'm guessing maybe no. Like this is it for him. He's I, I'm completely. Pr- I'm pretty sure this is it because even Terak said he's like he he thought that he could control me. Nah, nah, son. I just imprinted myself over him, and <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. foreshadow that. They're like, yeah, the whole Terak basically they had some Terak dirt on hand, and they're like, it's it's doing something, and he's like, I, I'm gonna. Open it up and become bad, bad decisions. Good dude making bad decisions. I'll, yeah, I'll show them all. He said, Yeah, it, it just it it didn't work out for Harmon. Just 
you could say that he had a very long and tragic arc. It went for about about a whole year. You know, I think by the time they introduced Cyanex, it was either issue two or three. It was three, I believe. So it was about a year ago. And it concluded with him rebirthing a galactic herald uh, of Galactus. So, yeah, a Silver Surfer level threat is now uh, in the town of New Jersey. And and that's not just the stench that's generally in New Jersey. Hey, oh, let's let's see a few comments. Uh, Jason Lady mentions he likes that silhouette, not pretty persuasions. I kind of did like that, too, because it looked like Nova may have been falling under her spell a little bit. And silhouette's like, nah, (laughs) that ain't going to work on me, sister, and and knocked her out. So that was good. Um, Let's see. Uh, When Elvis talks about the ultimate warrior, but I'll I'll star that and we'll get to that later. Um, And let's see. And of course, Tony Pennington mentions that Terax is their old good muddy buddy from way back in issue one. That is correct. Uh, And so with that, I will at least mention it's kind of cool that this issue 15, it's kind of like, so we bring back, we bring back the uh, Cyanex, the supervillain team. And they had some improvements. The new warriors themselves have undergone some improvements too. And now we see the rebirth of Terax within the book. And so we have to see how both teams are going to react to a villain that they faced. Trifecta, my friend, you're on mute one more time. A lot of good culmination here. Culmination. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, do you have anything else on the book? Like, other than, you know, you have, like, I have to, and we did mention the first splash page, which was fantastic, and the last mm-hmm. splash page of Terax. It, it, it's not going to be any huge deal if I show the last splash page, is it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That last splash page of Terax. Oh, man. Like, mm-hmm. just, but just, that's just one of those great. I'll, even, get, I'll even give you guys the there's There's the stuff you missed. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, between the colors and the inks and the pencils, that's just that. That's why you pick up a comic book. I mean, just just beautiful teamwork done on that. That's definitely worth mentioning. Like, do you think that there's anything else to cover in the book, Jared? Nothing springs to mind unless you get something. I actually don't have anything, and in, in a sense, uh, other than like this is like starting year two of New Warriors. You know, not quite. You get what I'm saying? But it's this is like year two of New Warriors. And it's almost like Nisier's and team said, let's see where the team is now by comparing them to people that were around from about issues one through three. So, yep, very, very interesting uh, advancement juxtaposition. But if you want to go ahead and continue with the script, go for it. I believe this is where we're going to talk Ultimate Warrior and Ultimate Warrior for the book. So we will start with the Ultimate Warrior. Who do we think did the best job, had a standout issue, things of that nature? What do you got? Man, Ultimate Warrior. I, I really don't. Let's go with the team. I'll say the, I'll say the New Warriors team. I'm kind of going to kind of default. I like how they're coming together as a team. There was even like, kind of a little thing that Namorita kind of mentioned is like, you know, if, if this is, <laughs> if this is speedball prank calling me, you know, <laughs> and then, and, and it had like a little, just a little quick vignette where Nova and uh, Namorita are kind of flirting with, with each other a bit. You mentioned the Firestar and Marvel boy bit where they're kind of flirting with each other too. 
mm-hmm. a good deal of team interaction that I like. It feels more like they are a team now, and I like that. What do you mm-hmm. think? Yeah, they're definitely coming together. Uh, my ultimate warrior that I had selected was actually Marvel Boy for his uh, demonstrated improvements. Mm-hmm. And how he he really is. Before we get to Ultimate Warrior, a comic full ass. So Delvin, you're saying the team has come full circle right before things start to break down and they have to face the folding circle. Jared doesn't know who the folding circle is. I got nothing. Comic foil. So like I can't really talk about that, but I, I will say that that's a very good turn of phrase, and that's all of them. That uh, let's see. I start a comment from. Auburn Elvis, who said the ultimate warrior, eh, we can we can jump the ship on that. He says the old guy who threw the Tarek switch, the Tarek switch, that is Harmon Ferments. He obviously does not know how much super people like to fight. It is kind of their thing, right? Mm. Like gold member painting you who's gold. Oh, yeah. uh, let's see. Scott says he also would go with Vance. Marvel Boy is the ultimate warrior. His new power levels, no nosebleeds to be found, are a significant story bit. Very true. And honorable mention goes to Thrash for keeping control and Nova for looking, feeling like his old self. Uh, We'll jump the gun a little bit with the warrior. Warrior, excuse me. Nita is the ultimate warrior as she is. Is she really recovered or just holding it together? (laughs) I mean, we could say that about all of us. (laughs) <laughs> uh, let's see uh that's it go for it Jared. well my ultimate worrier was going to be ferments but now i, I guess he did <laughs> like uh he, he did uh, <laughs> uh back yeah. to you Delvin. <laughs> my my ultimate warrior is gonna be the team again because I, it, they're a pretty powerful team. You know, you got your Nova, you got a wounded named Marita, you've got an improving Marvel boy, but like, I would, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that Terax might be a little bit too strong for them. Mm. And mm. they have Cyanex on top of it still as, you know, like the team that they're probably more better matched against. So there's a lot of craziness going on right now. I don't know how the Warriors are going to shape up with this, even though they're a little bit improved, but they have a lot of stuff going at them. So I'm a little bit worried about that. Uh, Scott says, Speedball is the ultimate warrior. That scene where he's barely keeping it together, listen to his parents fight, is tough to watch. Uh, a comic foil says, Firestar is my warrior this issue, freaking out about her microwave blast going wild and collapsing under Asylum's assault. That's a good point, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got some pretty good thoughts going on. Jason Ladies also says Ultimate Warrior. Also, Nova, what's going to happen with his folks? Um, at least his folks seem okay with him being Nova. They just wanted to know, hey, why didn't you share this part of your life with us again? And Nova seemed to handle that pretty good. Said, look, I promise you, I wasn't going to tell you. We we will we will get back to this. I just got to go for now. You know, save the day again. So it seems like Nova's okay, but we'll see how that unfolds too. Good comments, everybody. Good stuff, Jared. Mm. And we can start concluding this by coming up with overall ratings for the show, 1 to 10. Jared, what would you rate New Warriors 15? Um, I, I liked it. A good amount of development, uh, good fisticuffs, a, a good villain. Like I said, I like a villain who, who's more layered, not just you know twirling his mustache type of a deal. So, yeah, I'm going to give it an eight. I think it's a good solid eight issue. I liked it. 
And even though this is not action film face-off, we will go over the match game. I'll give it an eight too. It was a good storyline. I think that I think, I mean, art fantastic, good story, uh, good development with the team dynamic in itself, with the individuals as well. Fabian always makes time just in a few panels to update those team dynamics in a way that they need to be updated. It was also cool to see updates of the villains, Cyanex as well. And we got a tragic end to the story arc of uh, Harmon Ferments to where he was a guy that tried to do good with Gene Tech, but just things just completely fell apart. Uh, I forgot to start, but I saw that Auburn Elvis gave uh, the issue a six, largely because Night Thrasher did not get punched. And Tony <laughs> Pennington gave uh, the issue a seven, said as a solid filler issue. Um, if I missed any other ratings, I apologize. I was looking through the comments, but didn't see any other numbers pop up. Uh, but if that is all from everyone, I'm going to bring Come Out to Play 15 to a close. That's the show, ladies and gentlemen. Please come back and join us for the next episode where we discuss New Warriors 16, where we see Terax and the Warriors and Cyanex, but not Harmon Ferments because he's an idiot. <laughs> if you like to hear more from us, the Longbox Crusade is in a lot of places. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most podcatchers to include Spotify at www.longboxcrusade.com. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, look for Longbox Crusade. You will find us. And you're watching us live on YouTube. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Any addition to the membership just kind of increases our visibility and we would love for more people to see live streams like this and to look at our podcast as well that we are downloading uh, now as they come out. So we're trying to get the name out there, folks, and we would love your help in doing so. We have an email address too, contact the longboxcrusade.com. There is a phone number that we have that I'm going to remember one day, but I know Jared knows. Go for it. I'm hearing silence. I, I, was, po hearing I was pointing at the bottom of the screen. It's scrolling. Oh, so <laughs> oh yeah. 707-532-5269. That is 707-532-LBOX. I forgot this gets turned into a podcast. So pointing at the bottom of the screen doesn't help <laughs> those people at all. It's okay. We still are learning. I mean, this is only like your, like what? You know, this isn't your 15th. This is like your 11th or 12th. 19th episode. Carry, carry the one. Yeah. All right. One more thing. Shout out to our Crusaders Club members as well. If you would like to be a Crusaders Club member, $1 a month will get you access to the amazing world of the Crusaders Club. We will love for you to join us. And we will love your money, quite frankly, because we spend <laughs> it on hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, please tell us where you can be found, sir. You can find me at Yard Sale Artist. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. It's all at Yard Sale Artist. You can check out my artwares at www.theyardsaleartist.com. And you can find me on Twitter at DEE underscore RAY 1977. Everyone, have a good night. Please remain safe and remember be a hero to someone even if it's just to yourself. And until next time, new warriors, come out to play. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everybody. New warriors, come out to play.
The intro music is provided by musical genius Joe November. Check out his SoundCloud at J-O-S-E-F-L-I-N-9-9. You won't regret it.